Well, you know, I I think one of the things that made it easy is that, you know, having people around me like Keith made it a lot easier because when I went out to fly a mission, I knew that things were getting taken care of. Mm. It That wasn't an issue. Or when I had to leave and take a team forward, I knew that he was handling things back at the house. And that was, I mean, that was a huge deal. It's a huge, a huge, huge deal, deal for me. Um, but I think the compartmentalization comes from the fact that well, two things. One, anybody who's probably been deployed can tell you one of the beauties of deployment is that really all you have to focus on is like your mission, eating, sleeping and working out and like kind of keeping things keeping <laughs> right. things moving to some that's degree. True. And that's not to say that that makes it easy, but a lot of the noise of everyday life just kind of mm. fades away. Sure. Um, so you can be much more focused, I think, on those items that you have to be focused on. Um, I think in conjunction with that. Um, you know, the most important thing that I know we agreed on as a command team was, you know, we wanted to give a, you know, good product, good service to our customer. That's that's something that I definitely prided myself on. I know that he prided himself on. But in conjunction with that, the most important thing was getting everybody home. Yes. And I, f I think that that kind of underwrote everything that I ultimately did. And so I think that that is where the compartmentalization comes in like mm. it's one thing for me to go on a mission it's another thing for me to put other people in the cockpit and send them out on a mission and for me that was like much more challenging um because if anything happened to you it was it is what it is yeah i mean it kind of is it, yeah it is what it is it's, right. it's done um, we didn't lose a soldier in combat and we were right. split over it yeah wow um, we ended up coming home with more people than we did <laughs> we did so, uh, we did <laughs> yeah i've heard the story a little bit yeah that yeah that's that's compartmentalization as finest so what was your transition like out of the army? <laughs> well, um, I think the best way to say it is do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> because, uh, so I um, kind of started my transition really when we were deployed. I hadn't fully decided. Um, mm. Keith was actually one of the people who I talked to a lot about what I was going to do next. And I was really torn. Um, I think we talked a little bit about it. I felt like I was going to quit the team. And mm. that was hard. So um, I put a lot of thought into it. I decided it was the right thing for me to do. Um, and that being said, I still had to finish my command. Um, and w when it comes to handing over with command, you have to hand over all the property, all the people. It's not something that you can, they can just say, okay, like you're replaced. It's not an overnight process. Sure. And so I essentially worked up until, I guess my out processing week, my out processing week, I was not in command anymore. Mm -hmm. um, wow. And that was that was pretty much it. I you know I I signed out a couple days later. So while we were we we have so many great transition programs, you know SFL TAP, and there's you know all these different organizations as you guys know that do these fantastic things for veterans. A lot of great ones up in the Seattle area and JBLM. Um, I didn't take advantage of a single one. Um, I was doing my SFL TAP at like six o'clock in the morning in my office, just kind of clicking through to get it done. Um, and. Part of that was because I was pretty sure I was going to go to business school. Um, I decided that that would be like a good way for me to kind of figure things out and take a pause. Um, and part of that was because I, you know, wanted to take it across the finish line. And after I got out, I, in the first couple months, I was kind of positioned in this way of being like, oh my God, what did I just do? I have 
no idea where I'm at besides the fact that I'm, I'm going to go to business school, University of Texas. Um, that, that was the only thing that I knew. Otherwise wow. I, I really didn't know much else. Um, yeah, similar kind of, yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um, and also being a military spouse. That's right. My husband's still in. Yeah. yeah. He's still in. Yeah. So how, so that, that's a hard life in and of itself. Yeah. Being, yeah. Having a military spouse. And he gives spouse. the best hugs. Shout out to Dan. <laughs> he the does best give hugs. great hugs. Best hugs. Best hugs. <laughs> we'll get to, Keith, what advice did you give some of your soldiers? I think professional development in um, what's next. There was a, we didn't, it just wasn't in the culture and the and to kind of like get yourself together and and think about your next move. We were some anti-next move people. Yeah. Like, hey, what's your next move? Like, I remember I couldn't believe it. I was like, how many people don't want to be here? And it was like, Mah! I was like, for real? I thought it, I thought, you know, you could special operations. You see that question, people look like, oh, you better not put your hand up. No, oh, officers! What <laughs> <laughs> the hell is y'all doing over here? Um, so we have to incorporate that give a shit. I mean, we, and we did some unorthodox things. We made breakfast. We uh, he made breakfast. We we had barbecue. <laughs> <Just to be> <laughs> clear. <laughs> he made barbecue. Um, I brought in donuts because I can't cook. <laughs> but I, let's, 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 you may call it a co-command team, but it ain't. She's the damn boss, and if she don't let me cook the damn barbecue, I can't cook it. She could have been like some of the other commanders and be like, "Why don't you wash them trucks?" Or "Why don't you go whatever." <laughs> The trucks are broken anyway. You yeah, clearly eight, have eight a great relationship. Today. Give me one time. It got a little nutty. Don't tell me it hasn't happened. I, I see. I already know it. Give me one time. It got a little nutty. She saved my ass once. Um, she That's saved... not, that wasn't the question, though. Yeah, well, I don't even know what he just said. Hey, she... I remember one time she tried to take a dog home. A dog. Should we talk about a dog? No, no. No, give, give, give me I'm whacking it side outside, right? Like, it's 120-something. <laughs> And I, I, I'm purple at this point. Is she looking for this damn dog? I was hot. Uh, I have a soft spot for animals. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to help because I'm first on. So, so give me a time and get you guys disagreed or what kind of argued. Um, I I can't think of when we argued, but I can think of times when he was not <laughs> my number one fan. <laughs> um, and usually that involved me having to go somewhere ahead of him, like on the Advon. And leaving him behind with the B squad ah. <laughs> for all intents and purposes, ah. <laughs> and it, you know, and I, I I say that kind of lovingly. I don't I don't mean that as like you know any of them being bad people, but yeah. leaving him behind with some of the more inexperienced people that didn't mm. necessarily know what they were doing and probably needed a little bit more of the kind of hand holding or mentorship. Gotcha. And he like cleaned it. up the mess a couple times for me. Well, and well, she's not giving herself enough credit. So the high risk missions that. that she was flying required a PC, required AMC, required these things that they just didn't possess the skills. Mm. Hell, if they didn't, well, they'd have loved to have that crew capability if they had it. But at the time, when it's time to go fight, you take the risk, appropriate things, and you go fight. If you ain't got it, you ain't got it. Come sit next to first time. Well, that wasn't just in a combat environment. I did that once too with the uh, Yakima Training Center, and he had. He had a hard ride back over the mountain. You left me. You <laughs> said <laughs> that was he my for, fault. Though. He forgave me. I didn't check. <laughs> oh, remember the what? MVGs. Let's go to battlefield. <laughs> Sing on the floor again. You. We 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 shouldn't tell that story. <laughs> no. in, in conclusion, no. mm. are a lot of units 
this seems to me, and I, this is, I'm just taking this all in. There seems to be a real personality here between you two. Would you say a lot of other unit command teams had that? Or is it just, it varies just so much because having a command leadership team like this of two people that care, two people with huge personalities, I think that's got to help out that that's got to, that's got to, that's got to mean something. And that's not your, have you seen that before? I mean, when you were growing up in the army, did you see relationships like that? Your command team? Special operations. Hell yeah. They love each other. They, <laughs> right. 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 Um, I saw some good command teams, Yeah, but I feel like I got, so so incredibly blessed with a first sergeant like him i gotta say like i mean the ncos i had throughout my career were phenomenal i was so so lucky wow and you know keith was just the cherry on top of that i mean Mm. he taught me so many things and he made my life so much better as a commander and honestly he gave me the confidence to make hard decisions and that was phenomenal and i you know I mean, I think that just speaks to him as a person, you know, whether it's the special operations background, I think it's who he is as a human. And I think we kind of lined up on the things that were important. That's awesome. That's so cool. I mean, that's amazing. We survived. He survived. He survived. But <laughs> it's the story. Words of the wise, yeah. right? Just because you can be a commander or a first arm don't mean you should. There's a lot of people fucking killing soldiers because they're not paying attention to what's going down. If you're going to be in charge, fucking be in charge. Leaders. <laughs> you heard it from Keith be in charge and that's the story of the command team you heard it first and that's a wrap 